Hello, my dear one, and welcome back to another episode of the Authentic Life Design Podcast, the place where we speak about tapping into your most true and authentic self and designing a work life based on your own terms. If you're new to the podcast, hi, my name is Vihra, and I am so glad that you found your way here. I believe that this episode is going to bring back your trust in the universe and will remind you just how important our intuition is. For today's episode, I invited a special guest to help me understand tarot cards better and give all of us a guidance for the first steps with it. Her name is Medea, she's a wonderful Latina living in Berlin, and even though she has studied political science, she has found her gift through the tarot cards and now does readings and courses. Medea explains tarot as mirror for your soul. In this episode, we speak about how to find your own deck, what are some of the misconceptions people have with tarot, what questions to ask, how to set up the space, and we even do a little full moon card pool in the end. So without further ado, let's jump into the podcast episode. This was recorded on Zoom, so probably the audio is a little bit different than the other ones, but I still think that you can have a wonderful experience listening to the episode. So let's jump into it. Quick note before we jump into the podcast. Sorry, I love doing these <laughs> interruptions. But while I was editing the podcast, I realized it was a bit of a longer one. So the first around 20 minutes of the podcast, we much more speak about Medea's story, where she comes from, how she found a way to do what she loves, how to, she just followed her intuition and her connection with the universe. And This podcast is here, yes, to talk about different topics, but also to show you some human stories, how people found ways to just follow their guts, follow what they truly love doing, how to make money with what they tr love doing. So I decided to still leave these 20 minutes of the podcast because I truly believe that they can give you something more. So if you're here only for the tarot, skip until the 17th, 18th of minute, and we're going to be talking all about the cards. But if you're here for the whole human experience just leave a little bit more time on your schedule and listen to the whole episode because I believe it's gonna show you how sometimes even without us knowing how to navigate life we still end up doing exactly what our soul wants so yeah that was it now we're starting Hello, Medea. I am so happy that you're here with me. And it's just crazy how people can connect through the internet space these days. So thank you for being here and um, just jumping into this call with me. I always like to start these conversations with um, where are you right now geographically? And I would love to know also uh, maybe how your day started and if you have a particular routine yeah okay well i also want to thank you for this uh, beautiful space for this beautiful uh episode and i'm super honored to be here as well <laughs> so thank you so much for for your invitation and yeah i live in berlin currently and i live here since almost five years already and my day just started really chill um i wake up every day super early i'm super like an early bird and mm -hmm. now that it's summer and um sun is shining so early so i'm like super awake and <laughs> what i do most of the time like my morning routine is to wake up i do a bit of meditation and i love yoga so every day i do yoga 
Mm. And uh, yeah, and then I was just working a bit in my tarot and that's it. This is my day. Uh, hopefully later I'm going to go out because it's a bit warm. Beautiful. And I know that currently it's summer in Berlin and this was my favorite time to be there because finally like the sun is a little bit more out. Yes, it's the best time of the city actually. It's, like, it's the best way you can enjoy Berlin. Totally. Uh, the parks and everything is really beautiful. Yeah, and where are you originally from? I come from Colombia, from Bogota, from Latin America. Wow, crazy. <laughs> yes, I'm a, I'm a Latina. <laughs> And what brought you to Berlin? Was it education or? Yes, I wanted to study a master's uh, because I studied political science and human, human rights in Colombia. And I was working a lot with NGOs and international organizations and also governmental organizations. But there was some point in my life where I said, like, I need a change. And honestly, my dream wasn't uh, to study abroad. But I just had some friends in Berlin and I've been to Berlin uh, two times before I moved in. And I was like, oh my God, I really love that city. So I started looking for programs and I found a very interesting master's degree at Potsdam mm. University. And I studied public policy and public management. So this is the reason why mm. I came to Germany. Mm -hmm. Wow. What is the feeling that Berlin is giving you? How would you describe it? Oh, I it's beautiful but challenging in so many ways but I'm so thankful for this experience because uh, I had like a shift in my career and my life perspective and how I was dealing with things and I think being away from Colombia and coming to Berlin which is so wild so open you can find anything right and um, I think, of course, like all of us migrants, we have our ups and downs. Migration is not an easy process. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, sometimes I was super frustrated, but somehow Berlin gave me the strength to overcome some fears mm -hmm. and to look uh, for my personal development. For me, this experience is more uh, on a spiritual level, you know? Mm -hmm. Me, maybe think about myself who am I, who am I like uh, what do I want uh, what is my role you know so I am so grateful for that Berlin really like opened my eyes I think in so many ways mm. it's so beautiful you're sharing this because when I'm listening to you I've been five years in Berlin um, from oh my god six almost okay so from uh, 2014 to uh, 2020 um, and when you were saying that it was a lot about your personal development, I actually resonated a lot because I feel like I, I was saying to my parents when I was leaving from Bulgaria to Berlin that I'm going there to find myself. And truthfully, I think I first lost myself a lot <laughs> until I actually found myself. Um, because the city is crazy. I guess when you get out of your comfort zone and you get out in a place where you don't have your pillars and you don't have your stability, this is the moment where you start searching for personal development because you get faced with so many um, of the things happening inside of you. Uh, so, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it, for me, it was a great 
uh, opportunity to discover my roots as well, to ask myself where I come from, what do I want, mm -hmm. to understand also my culture, to be able to understand a different, completely different culture, <laughs> you know, different ways of connections and doing things. So yeah, it was very challenging, but I think every time it's, it's, it's getting clear. Mm. Uh, I want and which is my life path you know so yeah of course I embrace uncertainty because you know everything is uncertain especially when you have this um, when you come from Latin America or our countries it's so hard for us to stay because we need visa we need permit to stay here mm. it's always a process very very complicated process to yeah. be but I think it really helped me to go with the flow, release control, and just <laughs> trust in the universe. You know, this is the only thing I do. Like, tr I trust the universe, and I know the universe is opening for me many doors. This is my yeah. That's beautiful. I guess that's the, the right mindset in this way. Um, and it's nice because I was having a different experience. In Berlin, I was getting a lot into control and I was trying to control every single area of my life up until like the details. Um, and I realized that actually wanting to having this kind, this much of control comes from you not trusting the universe and not trusting life and um, you being sure that everything is like in your hands and nothing is going to happen if you, if you don't do nothing. And the most beautiful experience was actually leaning back and trusting and seeing how many wonderful things can go unplanned and like outside of my control, but much better than I can even imagine them. I totally uh, agree and I think I used to be a, exactly the same person as you said. <laughs> like, I'm a Virgo and I'm super like organized and goal oriented and I want this and that and I want uh, I had a plan for the future you know but yeah. Berlin and having this transformation uh, made me yeah just release and trust the universe and just jump into the mm. own and this is basically what I'm doing now um, with my experience with Tarot and everything. Mm. It's like a lot of trusting right now. Yeah, at least like I, so here's the thing. I don't know much about Tarot. I do have my Tarot deck, which is also not the classic one. It's called the Wild Unknown. And we're going to speak about different decks and stuff in a minute. But um, what I found and when I found Tara was exactly in moments where I needed to actually connect more to myself, to my intuition and to exactly, I guess it was a tool in one or another way to um, connect more with the universe, with something bigger than me and see, okay, what are these kind of signs? How can I work with them? Um, and yeah, maybe before jumping into the whole tarot um, topic, um, Authentic life design is a lot about also create proactively creating your life. And I know that you're also currently working with Tarot. So I would love to know how have your work life developed? You, you told me that you're um, studying political science. So how is it like political science and Tarot? <laughs> how does that combine? <laughs> well, uh, this is what I was telling you that I learned how to trust uh, the universe because um i had no idea about tarot you know um i was uh i was consulting astrology for a while i had my personal astrologer and it was some kind of a guide as well for my process i knew that tarot exists 
but I never had a reading before. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was something I, I really didn't know. And then uh, I came to Berlin and like I was telling you, I was in this process of what do I want to do? What, what, what am I doing? You know, as like, what is my purpose? And I had like um, a spiritual um, understanding, you know? So I was more mm -hmm. like connected to myself and trying to figure out what to do. And during this <laughs> process, Corona started, Corona, Corona yeah. pandemic started. Mm -hmm. And I was in a very crazy position because my visa expired. Like I was telling you, we need a visa to mm -hmm. stay my visa expired and everything was closed all airports were closed I couldn't get a job because without a visa I couldn't apply I, I, I couldn't get wow. like a formal job and um, like two years ago I was like getting into tarot I was reading about it and I, I found it very interesting but nothing like to I didn't have clients, you know, I was just mm. reading for myself. And during those times, I started to read the cards for my friends. And all of them, they were like, wow, it's so true. How do you do it? Like, it's so amazing what you do. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? I, I don't know. I just, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in a past life, I knew how to read tarot, you know, I think you come with this from past life. I don't know. And all of them, they were super surprised about how I interpret the cards and how accurate I was. And I was in this Corona situation where I couldn't have any jobs. I couldn't go back to Colombia because our airports were closed. So I was pretty much, much stuck here in Germany. So I need to make a living, right? I didn't have a job or anything. So I started posting horoscopes based on my readings and then I I start having clients and this is why I'm telling you I'm just mm. uh, following the the universe guidance because this was never in my plans you know I never planned to be <laughs> a tarot reading but yeah. now uh, I feel super comfortable doing doing it so uh, it was like a shift in my career and mm. you were asking me how political science connect with tarot and yeah, they have a lot of connection because for me, tarot is, um, it's a reflection of human behavior and the human condition. It's, mm. It contains our emotional part, it contains our mind part, it contains our resources and our body as well. And it also contains our inner fire as well. Mm. And uh, the sequence in tarot for me is like all the steps you have in the life like as a human <laughs> right? and it reflects human uh, nature for me so uh, each card represents an archetype and archetypes are out there in society we have certain uh, patterns and certain symbols that all of us we know and it's because they are in the collective consciousness or something mm. like that and political science really helped me to understand those archetypes uh, yeah, uh, political philosophy helped me a lot to understand those archetypes, to understand yeah. parts, because some of them are very political as well, and some of them represent power as well. So I think I found the connection. I, I think, um, yeah, in political science, mm. there are many things about <laughs> that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting. Um, 
in the start of your journey, like when you were speaking, how you actually found Tarot and how now you're doing this also prof like professional readings for people. Um, I'm a person who works a lot with visualizations and where do you want to be in a year or in five years? And I guess this is part of the control that I want to have over the world. But it's so beautiful to see someone who has tapped so much into trusting the universe and how easy things can go. Like you, you have never dreamed or like planned about being a tarot reader. It was just you following your guts and doing something out of the excitement of it and fun and playfulness. And yeah, it's just really, really beautiful to hear that. Thank you so much for sure. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a process of trusting or having faith. And I feel like if you want to trust and flow with the universe, you need to be very connected to yourself and understand that you are more than this body, more than your identity, that nothing lasts forever, that everything is impermanent. You have to be aware of that. And of mm. course, like becoming this is also not easy, you know, like I, I <laughs> discovered this as a skill and uh, i'm happy to help and i'm happy to provide my interpretations for the public but still uh it's a very hard process because i'm doing everything by my own i do my mm -hmm. own um social media i i do my um editing uh, i have to come up with new content you know that so that was for me completely new uh because i used to work in office you know and like mm -hmm projects but never in this world of social media and so for me it's like every day it, i'm learning you know so it's it's beautiful but at the same time it's it's very challenging because i'm learning a lot but on the other hand uh, this whole process made me connect more with my creativity because everything mm. you see out there my readings my everything comes from me you know and i'm yeah. super uh, happy for that you know but it, it's 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 uh, sometimes i ask myself uh, still after two and a half years on, of doing this sometimes there are some moments in my life where i say like what am i doing i'm on the right path is this what i want to do you know sometimes it's like this but then okay just release the control just trust the universe and this is where i am right now mm, yeah i totally understand the struggles of like you found what you love doing and you truly want to do that but it comes like with a lot of when you're self-employed no matter like if it's freelance um, having a business no matter like what the format is you are at the start a one-man show like you have to do everything alone um and also no one really prepares us in school or anywhere how to be entrepreneur and how to um sell your tarot readings online and get clients and sustain this business um but I always believe that these kind of challenges are starting your own thing is a huge personal development step as a person. Like you have to learn so many things, you have to embody so many things, you have to be the face of your business, you have to, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. And it's interesting also how in my personal journey, it was a little bit the other way around. So I always knew I want to start my own thing, but I didn't know exactly what it is. And mm -hmm. with you, you, kn you knew very, fast what it is but now you have to figure out the other step like how to to manage this whole thing yes yes um i guess it's our life journeys are different but still both of them are super difficult to achieve you know mm. this is why you i mean i'm always saying i trust the universe i trust the 
universe to open for me doors, you know, mm -hmm. instead of visualizing, yes, sometimes I do my visualization, but, but some other time I'm just like, okay, if this is for me, I know it's going to flow easily. Just show me the way, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, I love this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's hard, but um, mm. we can. Of course, that. it's hard. Yeah. I think the other, like, a lot of people don't jump into things like this because of stability. Because a lot of people need stability. They need, like, financially, um, I don't know, generally in life to know, okay, what's going to happen. Because when you jump into doing your own thing, you don't know what's going to happen. You have no idea how, they, like, no one can sign for you saying hey things are going to be okay um and i think this kind of jump actually um yeah just awakens your first understanding of who am i how is the world working <laughs> and how can i connect more to this so i guess let's do a transition into speaking about tarot finally um maybe as a start can you imagine that i'm a kid and you have to explain what tarot is to um someone very little with no understanding of the world <laughs> how would you describe it okay so i will describe it tarot as a very um deep tool of understanding yourself uh i will describe it as a mirror of yourself I will describe it as well as a higher vision of yourself. Uh, like I was telling you before, Tarot and all of the cards represent each aspect of human nature or, or human experience, right? And um, um, I would say like Tarot, if you were a kid, I will say uh, Tarot is a picture of you. It's like, if, as if I take a picture of you and then I give you the picture, hey, this is you. Uh, but somehow, uh, sometimes you take a picture of you and you never know how it's gonna be the final outcome, right? How, how was the picture uh, in the end? And this is what is beautiful about Tarot because it takes a picture of yourself and it shows some aspects of yourself that you don't see or that you are ignoring. It's just a reflection of yourself. Take it as a picture of yourself, mm -hmm. uh, of, your, of your human experience in a way. I will explain it like this. I love that. Mm -hmm. yes. I, li I really like the connection, like the picture of you, because it is something that you inter in interpret, but in a way you do see something as a mirror. And that's exactly, um, at least for me, how I started, because I was having almost zero knowledge about tarot and I, w I read somewhere that it's good to pull a card of the day. So every day you pull a card, you look into it and you don't even read so much online about what a particular card mean. Of course you can do that and it's important at the start, but it's even important to connect with your interpretation of the card. Like, what am I seeing? How does, is this making me feel? Um, and this is how it started for me. And oftentimes it was, sometimes maybe I was feeling in a, I don't know, in a good way. And then I would see a negative card or like a rather negative representation of a card. And then I would see things that maybe I'm holding down or maybe I don't want to face. And also the other way around, but it was always something that helped me see the whole picture in one or another way, or for sure see something that I was trying to actually dig deeper and maybe not face in this particular moment. Um, so maybe the next question would be what, what, what is a good 
moment when do you need tarot when, when do you yeah when do you come to tarot yes um for sure um sometimes when you see yourself in a mirror there are some things you don't like about yourself right mm. um or there are some things you really like about yourself right uh and sometimes we don't want to consider those things we don't like about ourselves right so um i will say that if you want to approach tarot you should do it in a space of calmness calmness and um of course it's a guidance right so for sure we use tarot to understand our current situation and also to know um possibilities in the future uh or what could be the energies in the future or the development of this situation, right? So first of all, I would say, uh, if you need guidance, if you want to understand certain situations, it's a good time to approach Tarot, but you should do it very calm because sometimes we're very anxious. Sometimes we want to know mm. things and sometimes we are expecting Tarot to tell us what we want to hear, but like you mm. said, Sometimes Sarah, it gives you a card that is not so negative and maybe you want to ignore it a bit and you're like, no, I don't want this for my day. It's fine, but we have to be open enough to understand that this is a reflection of us. So if we are in a very anxious uh, attitude, for sure, we are not going to get the message. We are going to get more frustrated, right? So for me, it would be, yes, use Tarot when you feel like you need some guidance, when you want to organize your thoughts, when you want to organize your ideas, but also when you are calm, away from anxiety, and of course, away of alcohol and drugs as well, because I feel like mm. to respect Tarot as well, this is a very powerful, powerful tool. This is like, <laughs> comes from uh, ancient times, you know, this has a lot of information, this has a lot of, um how to say like influences from buddhism christianism it comes from uh judaism as well it has a lot of knowledge right so you need to treat tarot with respect and mm -hmm. so i would say don't do it when you are um having um i don't know drinks or something like this maybe if you are clean if you are uh, calm enough maybe in a quiet space you turn on your candle, maybe you have incense as well, and you create a safe and calm place, and then you can ask Tarot, you know? Mm. I think this is the best way to do it. Not when you are in moments of desperation or anxiety, because maybe you don't, there are some things you don't want to see, and then your head is going to be a bit complicated with the result. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. That's really beautifully explained, because I while you we were talking i remembered how i don't know when it was let's say something like six or seven years ago um the first time that i saw tarot cards was at a friend's place and i was in a moment where i was really liking a guy and i wanted answers like i needed to know how he feels about me and then she was like okay we're gonna do this reading do you have any particular question i was having this question in my mind but in this moment i wasn't open for let's see what the cards say it was much more about i really want her to tell me that he likes me and that we're gonna be together like it was already my like idea of how things should go and no matter what the cards were saying i don't remember what it was i know i felt frustrated for sure um 
So it's because you're so holding on to a particular result that you want to see or a particular answer. Like I need this answer right now because oftentimes we are in a transitional phase where we don't know where to go next, what is happening and we want answers now and the cards have to have them. And it's so nice that you said, yeah, be calm and create a ritual out of that and just trust it, um, not trust it, see it with respect, like treat it with respect as um, it's a, I don't know, just... And the energy of wisdom and answers, it's not just, uh, it can be controlled from our side. Yes, and I think that also comes from my approach to tarot because like I was telling you, I know this tool has been used for so many years for the purpose of predicting the future. You want to know what is gonna happen in the future, right? And mm. this is why uh, a lot of people use, they use tarot as a, as a prediction. And for me, yeah, for sure, I'm not gonna lie. I see things in my readings with my clients and I tell them, this might happen, you might know a person like this mm. and that, and it happens, you know? It happens. I'm not gonna say it doesn't happen. Yeah, but It has this um, value as well. But to me, Tarot, like I was telling you, it's more like a guidance, it's more like a picture. And I'm sure that I have the power to, um transform my future i mean what i see in tarot is not written in stone everything mm. can change my future right so um this is what i was telling you is depending on your approach to the tarot if you approach the tarot as a guide of yourself and if you see tarot as a as a as a picture of yourself which aspects you should be aware of mm. which you should improve uh, for sure, the result is going to be completely different. And uh, I, it's also about how to ask Tarot. Which questions do you ask mm. Tarot? In my case, I always ask, please, Tarot, let me know uh, what should I heal about the situations? Why could I learn from this situation? You know, which process I'm going through right now? Instead of me asking Tarot, Oh, am I going to find the perfect job? Am I going to find a <laughs> partner? Am I going to be rich? No, it's like, okay, I have this issue and I really want to understand because I want to improve myself. I want to connect with myself. Mm. So that depends as well of the kind of questions you ask Tarot. Yeah. And, and if, of course, if you are going to ask something to Tarot, you should be really aware if you really want to know the truth and the answers. <laughs> Sometimes you don't, the tarot, is go, tarot is never going to tell you what you want to hear. Never. Mm. <laughs> I think you mentioned a very big misconception people have about tarot cards and probably also astrology and all of these things that it is a prediction. Like now someone is going to tell you step by step how things are going to go or a clear question, um, a clear answer. And I feel like, as you said, it's much more a guidance. And what I was seeing a lot was that at the start, even with me or the, the first people that, that I was doing readings with, friends, uh, I do it very like on a just <laughs> casual level. Um, it's always like asking questions with yes and no, which I don't think it works for tarot. Like, you can't say, is it a good idea to do this? Or am I going to, I don't know, is this uh, the right job for me? Or is this person having feelings for me or whatever? I feel like this is closing so much the spectrum of how much Tara can actually tell you. Yes, I, I totally agree 
on that, uh, I, for example, I was also applying for some uh, job that I want to yeah, apply for, and I was doing this yes and no questions, and I had the sun card, which is a big yes, right? The sun is a yes, yes, you're gonna have it. And I didn't, you know, I didn't. But I, I, I think about that time, and then I said like, maybe the message from Tarot was like, don't be afraid of shining. Don't be afraid of showing your gifts and talents. Be confident about yourself. You have, you know, it's more like a motivation, you know, mm. instead of, okay, you're going to have it or not. It depends on yeah. your motivation as well, right? So mm. I totally understand those issues <laughs> with uh, tarot, yeah. Um, how do you formulate a good question? Uh, like I was telling you, for me, uh, a good question would be, how are the energies of this situation? Which things should I have in mind about the situation? Or what are my biggest obstacles? Or what are my, um, my yeah, like my, my uh, limitations to get to this situation, to get this job, to achieve this dream, to change myself, you know, I would mm. be be asking these kinds of questions like or what is the lesson i need to learn from this situation for example if you had a breakup or something like that you ask tarot about this of course you want to ask if this person loves you if you love this person if you're gonna meet again or something like that no it's like you never know that you never mm. know if you're gonna get back together or not <laughs> what you want to know is like what things should i um work on like on myself to have better relationships or uh how could i learn more about the situation when it comes to my romantic life you know it's more it's more like what should i have in mind or what should i uh learn from this situation i i would say this is the best question to ask tarot mm. as yeah. a guidance because um tarot reflects you but reflects your very subconscious uh part of you you know yeah. and um it's sometimes uh, tarot what what it does is to to make us realize some things we don't are aware of you know mm -hmm. and for this reason i think it's better to ask tarot what is the lesson what should i learn about this how are the energies regarding this never like am i going to get a boyfriend am i going to get a job am i going to travel am i like always formulated yeah. in the future i think um of course this could create false um uh, assumptions or expectations sometimes there are people that are really angry ah but the tarot told me this and never happened maybe the message was something completely different mm. what you learn about the situation instead of predicting the future or, or at least this is my approach and this is what i've seen with my clients and with my experience using tarot mm. yeah yeah beautiful so if i can summarize it for sure it should be an open question so not closed into yes and no or like the the more open the better and always focused on ourselves so it's not about okay why is he doing particular things or what like it should be yes what am i learning what are what it yeah what is this situation teaching me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or um, how, how can i um 
um, go through this situation? Which aspects mm. should I have in mind to go through this situation? Or what are my biggest limitations with this situation? I think yeah. that's a nice question. Mm -hmm. If someone is just starting, so they're hearing this, maybe they've seen tarot a couple of times, and they're like, I feel like it's time for me to maybe get a deck, but it's so, I remember for me, like when I was first starting to search for a tarot deck, I was overwhelmed with all of the, like the, the choice that is out there. Um, and as I said, like currently, I don't have the classic one, just because the classic one, for some reason, it was too religious for me if this is even a word but it somehow i didn't resonate with the pictures um so yeah if someone is just starting um how would they what are the first steps that they should do i think what they should do is to go to this uh, esoteric shop or whatever you want to get your deck and just go in front of the glass or whatever where they put the um, the decks and just pick the one that calls your attention. You know, mm. it's, it's, it's just pick one. <clears throat> For sure, uh, all decks are different. They're based on the same structure, but they are different. Uh, they, they have a lot of influences depending on the artist, depending on the age they were built, you know, mm. or just like formulated. But uh, the very core of tarot, all of tarots, they have the same structure. They have the same major arcana. They have this. They have the minor arcana as well. Uh, I would say just go to the shop, go in front of the of the of the decks, and just pick the one that costs your attention, because mm -hmm. this is the the one that is calling you. Um, mm -hmm. It's the one you need. Like use your intuition to pick your deck. For sure, there are so many things that are kind of complicated. There is this Toth tarot that um, it's very popular, but uh, to me sometimes it's very hard to interpret because it combines astrology with Kabbalah. You know, it has a lot of mm. as well as very abstract. I will say, if you want to start, don't pick this deck. But I, um, I will I will suggest the French tarot, which is this one, is the mm -hmm. French tarot or Marseille uh, tarot, and this is pretty easy to understand, and the visuals are very easy to understand as well. And this is the one that I, I start with when I start mm -hmm. with tarot. But for sure, just go with the one that your intuition is telling you. It's the same when you want to. I don't know if you are interested uh, in crystals. But if you go to a crystal shop and you want to get something, you should always get the one that calls your attention because it's, it's the one that you need, you mm, know? Like, yeah, exactly. Trust your intuition and, okay, maybe I saw this deck, tarot deck, and it has a lot of animals or it, it is inspired by mm. fairies or it is inspired by women. There are lots of varieties, you know, mm. when it comes to tarot. Just pick the one that you resonated the most. Maybe you like the cover, maybe you like the graphics. You know, I would mm. say the one um, yeah. you're from to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, so I, I picked mine online, so I didn't have like a physical <laughs> connection with it, but um, I just saw it and I fell in love with the pictures. It's very, uh, it's called The Wild Unknown, and I'm totally not making like <laughs> any sponsored whatever. It's just that um, to me, it really resonated. And the other thing was that it, it was coming with a book uh, with a little bit interpretation of the cards, which as a, for a beginner is for 
a, a beginner as I was, um, was really helpful. So this was how I pretty much made my decision. But um, one thing I got interested to actually ask you is that I know there are a lot of angel cards um, and different kind of like, what is the connection between tarot and angel cards or any kind of like different cards? Yeah, I mean, both of them uh, belong to cartomacy, cart like gestures um, yes, cards, mm -hmm. uh, but this, other cards you are mentioning are called oracle cards. Mm, um, oracle decks, yeah. Like the oracle cards are also cards that are supposed to give you guidance. They also have beautiful messages. They also are inspired. Some of them are inspired, like I was telling you, animals, uh, ascended masters, angels, crystals, some of them, uh, even indigenous communities, you know, they are inspired on, on those uh, knowledge as well. And they have different, different messages. And for sure, I will also encourage people before approaching tarot, maybe uh, they should get oracle cards because they are much easier to understand and the messages are pretty clear as well. And you get like, um, like a very precise message, okay? So I will say oracle cards are, are really nice, but they are, um, tarot cards are much more uh, complex to interpret because in tarot, what you are doing is interpreting a story because you never know which card you're gonna get and each card has a sequence and each card represents a completely different situation. There are six, 76 cards. You have a lot of possibilities to create a story. It's about creating mm. a story. But oracle cards are more like, there are messages for guidance for sure, but uh, you don't need to uh, tell a story out of them. You know, it's, it's, mm. it's different. And for sure, tarot is more specific as well. It, it gives you more precise information because it mm. any aspects uh, instead of oracle cards. But I do, I, I started with oracle cards, angels and crystals, and I still use them because yeah. they also guide you they you can also use them a card for the day for example you can bring one of the cards in your pocket or in your purse you know as a reminder or as a mm. connection with the universe or with your angels for sure but tarot is a bit more precise mm -hmm. yeah you already mentioned the cards a couple of times so i would love to know more about the um so you said there are 76 cards and i know they're minor kind of major kind of i feel like i'm at a test right now <laughs> and there are the four elements maybe tell us a little bit more about yeah the inside the tarot yeah so like i was telling you uh, tarot has 76 cards 22 of them are major arcanas which come from the number zero to the number 21 right hmm. uh so in total there are 22 cards and the rest of the cards correspond to the minor arcana and like i was telling you in the beginning of this uh, episode uh they represent each aspect of our human condition or they represent the four elements right hmm. what are the four elements earth air water and fire right so that's why we have the suit of cups the suit of cups represent the element of water and water represents all of our emotional aspects right like all our waters how do we feel how do we express emotions you know it comes from a very emotional side of us mm. then we have the swords 
and the surge represent air, okay? And air has to do with ideas, with the rational mind, with logical thinking, and also are related to communication. So this, this suit also represent this area of our, of our existence. Then we have the pentacles and they represent earth. And, represent, and earth means uh, our bodies, our material stability, our resources, right? Like our bodies, how do we take care of mm -hmm. our bodies? You know, and how is our physical part um, and our, um, also our money, Mm. as well you know and then we have the fire which is represented by the wands and the wands represent our inner desires our creativity our sexual energies you know that fire also has the potential to transform some things it represents our passions as well so each of these suits represent these four qualities of us and they are divided by uh, they come from the ace until number 10. And then we have a page, queen, knight, and king. Every suit they have their mm. this sequence. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, uh, the major arcanas, uh, these two, 22 uh, cards, they represent, they are the stronger energies. They represent very strong archetypes. Whereas the other suit represent more details about these this aspects that I, I was just describing about you and mm. our, our human experience. Yeah. yeah. I hope so I, interesting. I, I, it, I hope totally, I totally. I have yeah. it. I have it. <laughs> I even wrote, wrote it down. I just, it, it's so interesting how um, you have the elements. Um, which I firstly connected with astrology just because I first know them from astrology, but then you also have numbers. So I guess numeral, numer numerology also plays like some kind of, it's all of the esoteric stuff are like in it, I feel. Yes, this is what I told you, Parod has a lot of knowledge, you know, it mm. comes from astrology as well. A lot of cards and are connected to planets and archetypes in astrology as well mm. and also as well if you see the the elements of water they are super connected to water signs cancer scorpio and pisces mm. uh, and then you have the earth and air signs as well they are connected to virgo capricorn and taurus you know that they're, they're super connected with astrology but they're also connected with numerology because Tarot has a mm. sequence, right? From the eighth mm. until ten. Exactly. And yeah. Every number has a vibration. So if you have number one, you know that you are in a beginning and mm. everything is possible. But then when you get to the nine or eight, you know nine is the completion of a process. It's like to almost finishing something is it's achieving a goal, right? Mm. So it depends as well. Number four, or, or I don't know, number two is about alliances, about couples, is about mm. partnerships. Three is about enlightenment, ascendant masters. It's about uh, work, uh, teamwork. So for sure, it 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 covers a lot of esoteric aspects as well. This is why tarot it's so beautiful for like mm. beautiful because it has. Uh, of course, I, I love astrology as well. I'm not an astrologer, but I, I, I know some things about astrology as well. 
and of course numerology but for me tarot is so complete you know it has mm. yeah and like i was telling you for example the major arcanas some of them are connected with planets but also with zodiac signs as well and if you understand some things in astrology you will understand a lot of things in tarot and if you understand mm. a lot you are going to understand astrology because it's the same concepts and the same archetypes for sure different sciences because astrology is for me is not like a hard science but you know how planets are moving which degrees you know it's easy mm. to know that you can um you can see that uh, scientifically right mm. but you never know you never yeah. know which is amazing <laughs> And because we mentioned already astrology a couple of times and before we hit record on the conversation, you told me that today is full moon in Capricorn, right? Yes. We are recording this on the 13th of July. So today yes. is a full moon. Um, and we were thinking of actually making some kind of like a card pool for the full moon. So we just show how this goes or like what kind of answers or I don't know, uh, things can get out of a reading. So yes. do you feel like doing this right now? Yes, for sure, for sure. Uh, let's do it. I mean, um, this, this, you know that all full moons, um, I mean, you know the moon represents our emotional side, our subconscious side. And this particular moon, it's very intense because if you see now, if you go outside and we're going to see a huge moon because yeah. it's so close to the earth. It's, I think it's the closest full moon we're going to have during the whole... I, so it's gonna be super intense i don't know if you felt a bit uncomfortable emotional maybe you got uh, carried away by your emotions or maybe you don't understand what you're feeling it's totally fine to have this during full moon and yeah. this full moon is in capricorn and um, capricorn is also connected to cancer in astrology they're opposites and this moon is all about growing up when it comes to our emotional behavior how do we process emotions but from a very mature and grown-up way not being this child when we were child like asking for i don't know uh, attention on uh, to be care taking care of you know as children no we have to grow up and we have to take care of those emotional needs from a mature perspective so this is how the full moon like this is the whole energy from this full moon which is very very intense when it comes to emotions i was mm. like morning i was like oh my god this is <laughs> i don't know like i feel like wow it's it's too much so um if you want i can pull up a card asking for these um energies or maybe we mm. what should we um have in mind regarding this this full moon and are you ready yes totally okay let's see let's see what should we have in mind during this full moon what is the tired advice okay wow. oh. <laughs> the card just jumped what <laughs> yeah. card just jumped which is the hangman yes uh, number 12 um i'm only using the major arcanas but this is a very spiritual card this is a card of stillness this is a, a card of um spiritual awareness and i feel like yeah the emotions are so strong today so strong that i think this card is inviting us to hold on 
just make a pause just <laughs> and try to feel what we are feeling you know don't deny mm. feelings you know don't feel guilty to have those feelings it's totally normal to feel emotions mm. Just that sometimes they are so overwhelming, right? But what we should do is to make a pause, to take a breath, maybe to analyze things from a different perspective. Sometimes when mm. you get stuck, we feel like, oh, I'm not moving forward. This is really bad. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. And no, it's just a pause. Sometimes we need to make a pause to take a break and then to see everything from a different perspective to understand what is going on and then move forward, right? Mm. And it's also, this car is very beautiful because you know he's hanging and his head is like on the bottom, right? And usually we have our mind above our heart, right? Mm. And this part, you have your heart above your head. So it's a time to listen to your heart. <laughs> Not only listen to your mind, you're mm. listening to your mind all the time. You never listen to your heart. So maybe this is a card of resting. I will say the best advice from this card is to uh, take things slowly and just take a break, rest enough, take care of yourself and try to listen to your heart, to the voice of your heart instead of the voice of your mind to be able mm. to put your heart above your head, I will say. I love that. And um, because like the podcast goes out in an audio format, but while you were doing this, because I was seeing the card and I was like, ah, so much of this makes sense because, so you see on the card, a hangman, which is just hanging like with uh, his head on the, um, on the bottom of the card. Yes. And yeah, it was interesting to see how already from the, the little picture, as you called it, um, you, you can take so much. And also the interpretation with the heart, over your head wow yeah. <laughs> wow <laughs> like you I'm glad. thank you thank you i'm taking this for sure yeah i'm glad to know that yeah so i think a lot of people are also interested in readings and um knowing first of all like when to go for a reading and also where to um so tell me a little bit about maybe what you're doing if you're currently doing readings like that um or what kind of readings do you do yes okay thank you for that question yes uh, of course i'm doing personal readings you can contact me on my profile it's medea oracle in mm. uh, instagram i'm uh, gonna put it in the show notes so people okay. can easily find you and also my email uh, address. You can also write me to my email address, mediaoracle at gmail.com. And I have different kinds of readings. Uh, I have one reading that it's more like a general energy reading. We don't need a question. We just, I just spread the cards for you and I tell you what I see, mm. what, which things are, are more, which aspects are more dominant for you or maybe what you should learn about your current situation. And I also have a reading of specific questions. I don't know if you want to ask about your career, about your relationships, about your health, about mm. your projects. Uh, I, can I also have uh, personal readings, uh, sorry, specific readings for those, for those questions. So mm. there are two kinds of questions. One more, what I call spiritual reading. I could also see your chakras. I can tell you, okay, you should work on this chakra and do this. Uh, or um, I can also see the balance between your feminine and your masculine energies as well in mm. this very 
general reading, but also you can ask specific questions about your career and so on. Yeah. And uh, for sure, uh, I also um, have tarot lessons if you are interested as well. Uh, I have, um, um, they're starting next week on July 19th. And uh, I'm going to start with my journey, just sharing my journey with Tarot and uh, sharing with my students uh, my experience yeah, using Tarot and how you should use it as a tool of spiritual awareness and self-development. Mm -hmm. And the training, you're doing it in person in Berlin or is it online? Yes, is it in person, uh, but also online. You have this two options you can come to me and we have the session here and also uh, it's online stream on zoom mm -hmm. and after every lesson you get the um, presentation and also the recording so you can practice uh, as many mm. times as you want as well yeah but basically you can do it from afar yes yeah cool so, yeah. yeah yeah it's totally fine maybe yeah. i can join <laughs> and just get interested <laughs> How long is it? Like how how many days it goes? Like there how is it? Lessons and they are every Tuesday, each Tuesday, and just ten lessons. Yes, and we are gonna analyze just the major arcanas because if we study the whole tarot, it would be like a longer mm. course. But for now, it's just the major arcana, and like I was telling you, every class and every lesson, we're gonna we're gonna explore story of tarot, where is an archetype, why is tarot connected to spirituality, why tarot is meant for your spiritual development and to know yourself better, and then we're gonna start reading, understanding each card, each meaning, and then we're gonna uh, see. Uh, which are the best practices for you to um, develop your intuition and also mm. basic spreads uh, of tarot, yeah, tarot spread. So this yeah. is the 10 lessons. Yeah. Beautiful. I will truly think about it because Hello. this is a thing like I've, um, and what I wanted to share also is that even though I got my deck and I've been reading a lot of things online, I feel like the moment where I most understood tarot or like some cards that I directly now know what kind of like things they share, it was moments where I was actually like someone did a reading um, yeah. for me because you, I don't know why, I don't know why, but somehow in these moments it stays more in, in my mind. Um, so actually going for a reading when you're first getting to know tarot, when you're just interested, it's maybe a good way to um, get a little bit more um, yeah, in touch with this and see how other people do it, how they interpret. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's it's really, really nice beautiful. because uh, also we, uh, our, my students also they participate, and I also learn a lot from them. You know, because mm. of course one thing is to know the meanings by book or whatever, but what is beautiful about tarot is like it opens your third eye. You know, you 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 are able to channel mm. message just by looking at a at a picture and some of the things they they know <laughs> really like it's it's so mind-blowing and how they interpreted the card so mm. i feel in in my lessons we are all of us we are learning as a collective not only me who is like mm. but i also learn from them because it's so beautiful so for sure you're super welcome if you want to join yeah. us I feel like in group experiences, you always have this kind of like everybody's learning from everybody yeah. <laughs> and its energies are just crazy. 
Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, we're heading towards the end of the podcast, but I still want to end with two questions. Um, right. And first of them is, what is inspiring you right now? Oh, what is inspiring me right now? I think, but I'm learning a lot about attachment styles. I don't know. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah. And um, it's it's good because I'm trying to apply those things and trying to understand my 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 dynamics with, within my relationship. So I feel like I'm 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 super inspired about conscious relationships, especially romantic relationships. I'm inspired of uh, like um, how to achieve a safe attachment as well, how to communicate. I'm very into couples right now, to be honest. Mm, mm. What inspired me, you know, I, I like conscious relationships. I'm learning a lot about this at the moment. So I wow. was, yes. Yeah. This and... is what gives me inspiration somehow. <laughs> <laughs> And what is one advice you would give your younger self? I would say, trust what you don't know. Just mm-hmm. trust, never lose your faith. And always be open to s- communicate your needs. I think mm. this would be my advice. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> trust and never lose faith, I would mm. say. Beautiful. I would love to end on this note. Thank you so, so, so much for your trust, for jumping into the unknown with me and doing this podcast. Um, And I would love to stay connected. Um, So yeah, I will put all of your links, all kinds of info in the show notes so people can find you. Um, You also post really nice affirmations and stuff on Instagram. So even if it's not a reading, I think you can still gain a lot of um, value from just uh, following Medea and yeah. Thank you so much. I'm wishing a beautiful evening. You too, my love. Thank you so much for your invitation. Thank you so much for listening to this whole episode. And to be honest, I truly hope that you feel more inspired to either go on a tarot reading or next time you feel like you're in a transitional phase, you don't know which decision to make. Maybe you tap into the cards, no matter if it's your own deck or you work with someone. I believe this is a beautiful way to tap into connecting with your intuition and listening to your heart more than the mind. So that would be my message that I want to leave you with from this podcast episode. You can follow Medea online on Instagram. The links are somewhere in the show notes of this podcast. I will be happy to know how you found the podcast. Um, message me on Instagram. You can find me on on authentic.lifedesign and yeah I'll see you in the next podcast episode Mwah.